First and foremost, we acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land upon which we are gathered. We extend respect and gratitude to the elders past, present and emerging of the Awabakal and Waramai peoples. We honour the neighbouring nations. And we extend our utmost respect and gratitude to all First Nations listening to this podcast. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Alive, Not Dead, Yet. We're your hosts, Pasha Balka and Timberlina. And this is our podcast. Because we couldn't be bothered to put makeup on. Can't be bothered at all. Well, let's get into it. Yes. Welcome to Alive, Not Dead, brought to you by the number 20, Fenty by Rihanna. Yeah. Also, I would like to point out that Alive Not Dead has no affiliation with Timber Productions Bingo. That shit show is a completely different shit show to this shit show. But we're all under the same brand. <laughs> I'm not on contract. No, but this pro- <laughs> this podcast is bought to people by Timber Productions, you fuckhead. <laughs> yeah, but not Timber Productions Bingo. Mm, true. Um, but what I would like to say to everyone is happy Mardi Gras. Happy Mardi Gras. Are you doing Mardi Gras this year? Am I doing it? No. Yeah. I'm more of a um, top. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what that was going to I think you've got to have someone else there to count as a top. Yeah. Um, yes, I, I am doing Mardi is... What? Never mind. Yes, I'm doing Mardi Gras, but I'm doing a viewing a, the, 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 a viewing party here. Oh my in god, Newcastle. are you okay? <laughs> it's been a big week. It's Tuesday. Um, <laughs> I am doing Daddy's lobotomy yesterday. <laughs> fucking hell! It has been a big month. Okay, it's been a very big month. Um, oh, I yes, do. I am doing a viewing party here in Newcastle. We were lucky enough to get a grant from Mardi Gras and Meta, which is also known as Facebook, Instagram, and all of those, um, to put on an official uh, viewing party here in Newcastle, which is happening at 48 Watt Street. It's a v- free to attend. Um, just jump on to timberproductions.com.au to grab a ticket so we don't go over to capacity. Um, kicks off at 6pm with performances by myself, Abork, Orlando, and Neil. Um, it's going to be a hoot of a time. We're trying to get the liquor license extended, um, Mm. so we can party till 2am, hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, but if not, we're there, we're there to 12. So, um, that's late enough for this old girl, which is very exciting because usually I'm at Mardi Gras, I'm doing stuff with big brands, but... This year, I'm just keeping it local. I'm doing uh, Rainbow Storytime in the morning, so we're holding like a little Mardi Gras parade inside the library. Where oh, that's adorable. Uh, yeah, so like we've got heaps of dress-ups for the kids to put on, and then I'm going to take the speaker around and like get everyone to do like parade through the library. Um, oh, my God. Are you going to have lots of people going, shh? Probably, but I also don't give two fucks. Um <laughs> And then what else is happening? I feel like a lot's happening, actually. Like, Mardi Gras, I was like, I went from having, like, just my normal bookings to now, like, Mardi Gras, the Friday night, the 4th, I have a gig at 9am in the morning, and then I have a gig at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and then a 7 o'clock gig. Oh, my God. Yeah. And then you have... The viewing 11am the next day. Yeah. And 6 
and you want it to go till 2 a.m. Yeah, so she's hey, booked and blast, booked and blast, booked and blast. <laughs> I let, she had one day off last week, so she can't oh. complain. She can't complain. She's topped up with filler and Botox thanks to the Injectables Queen. She's getting facials every month from Melissa Jean Skin Therapy. So thank you um, to those people. <laughs> thank you to the men on Grindr for the facials. No, it's actually I get proper facials. I get DMK uh, facials from Melissa. Um, no, it's a fucking brand. It's an uh, enzyme treatment. It's like where cement pretty much goes in your face and brings out all the like beautiful. Is that the thing that uh, like the pores go black and stuff? No. Oh. Do you not watch I my wanna... fucking Instagram stories? No. Yeah, you would have seen it. It goes rock hard and you can't move, and it's it sits on you for forty five minutes and it goes hard, and then they come and take it off. It's like. That would give me anxiety. Yeah, like it's not for everybody, but my skin. She's beautiful. You can go back and watch the stories. It's a highlight under Melissa Jean Skin Therapy on my Instagram. I did watch someone's story today and they had what happens when testicles become knotted. Is it a bit like that? No. um, (laughs) Obviously, um, we do different things on our Instagram, which is totally fine. Um, what are you doing for Mardi Gras? I'm Um, actually thinking I'll go to your viewing party. Oh, we're already sold out. To you. (laughs) 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 That awkward size you've seen passionate there. We're obviously still recording. We literally live three minutes away from each other and we're still well, recording on Zoom. from your way it's three minutes from mine it's 45 yeah because um, it's a steep hill very steep hill um that was really funny no we don't we've we've got a huge we're taking over the whole venue so um yeah i'm actually trying to work it in so i can actually go and drag for it as well because it's been a hot minute since i've done drag and i've got a nice new dress mm. i got some nice new dresses on friday night from like a secret admirer from the audience yeah, I actually had some, a secret admirer match with me on Bumble and then didn't respond to me. Do you know because that's my work phone? <laughs> and my work phone's been dead for a week. <laughs> and then I was like, it just came up and I was like, you can extend. And I was like, nah. Did you write me a message? Yeah. What was it? Was it funny? Um, hang on. Oh, like- so let's fill in the gaps for everyone. It was Timberlina. Yeah. Um, let's load Bumble. Oh, that's I hate idea. Bumble. Um, I wrote, oh, I've got to, I've got to rematch and I don't want to do that. Oh, and I had to pay for it. I think it was something like, um, I knew you really loved me. Oh God. I'm taking screenshots of your profile. Why? (laughs) Just for shits and gigs. It's so funny. (laughs) Just going to put it on our Patreon in our bully. I love that photo of me. I'm sorry. That's a not, that's a different makeup look for me. This match has expired. Thank fuck. <laughs> My interest, makeup, riding bars, cafe hopping. <laughs> makeup. Mm. Is it? <laughs> is it? Fuck <laughs> off. That's a good photo. Um, this is a good transition into our Mardi Gras topic of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. <laughs> I feel like I sh- we should start as well with... 
the reason we've gone long is because it's going to be a bit of a bigger episode. Is it? For Mardi Gras. Oh, great. Didn't know that. We decided that. <laughs> when Not- was this? Last Saturday. Oh, fucking hell. We had, a, we had a meeting, everybody. Yes. Well, technically, I messaged Timberlina and I was like, do you want to do brunch? And Timberlina was like, oh, fuck, did we organise something? Have we planned this? Is this a meeting? Yeah, well, it wasn't in my calendar. Yeah. And it wasn't a planned meeting. You just wanted someone to hang out with. I needed someone to drive me there. And because I have a brand new spanky car. It is a nice new car. Mm. Anyway. And that will segue us into Priscilla. <laughs> Your travelling device. I love that you talked through the transition. I think we need to do more of that, really. Um, so our first topic is Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. It's, I mean, how can you not have seen this movie? You have seen this, right? Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for someone to pop in and be like, oh, I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's like a massive part of Australian gay culture. So are you even gay if you haven't seen it? Um. Oh, that is a good question. That is my I... last question for you all. Have you seen <laughs> it? If you haven't, you're probably not gay. We expect a 600-word essay written by tomorrow. That's a lot. I probably won't read that. That's not much. I will read that. I won't. That will be 30 minutes marking for me. 30 minutes? Fuck that. I've got better things to do. That's a whole episode or something. Oh, well, because it's going to be fails all around. I know our audience. Yeah. They would just write Priscilla is good 30 times. What the fuck was that? That's me putting my pen in um, my fan next to me. Okay, we're already at the point where Timberlina tries to eliminate themselves. <laughs> Let's get back to the topic. Um, you know what I find so interesting about the movie? What? Dying to Because I watched it the other night. It's been a while since I've watched it. Has it been a while since you've watched it? Yeah. I didn't realise just how many issues that it does touch on. Like the idea of the gay space in big cities, it actually discusses that a bit. It doesn't just show, here's some poofs going to Coopapedi. It actually discusses. You are obsessed with Coopapedi. They're actually going to Alice Springs. They no, s- they go to Coopapedi as well. I know, but their end destination is Alice Springs, but you're just so obsessed. The last fucking three days, all I get is Coopapedi references. You know, I've stayed in Coopapedi underground. Did you ask to watch the Texas Chainsaw Mascara as well? <laughs> no. I was eight. <laughs> the question still stands. Um, I think it's a great... It brings up a lot of, a lot of issues. Um, mm. For those that don't know, it's about three drag performers that get booked in Alice Springs and they get a bus and go through the fucking house. Yeah. So, effectively, one of them is going to meet their ex-wife or current wife, uh, baby mama. Yeah. And they ultimately say, I don't want to go alone. Let's make a show out of it because she runs a hotel. Mm. And there's some very high expectations for drag in it too. There's some very low expectations and some very high expectations. 
this is your mandatory check your phone break. <laughs> Are you taking a photo? No, I was getting a message from the executive producer, Casey. Oh, saying this segment's shit so far. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was asking if I could take a shirt to the gym in the morning. Mine? <laughs> no, a shirt for her wife. Oh. Why do you have her shirt? I don't. They want one of my Timberlina shirts. Oh, I was going to say. You don't have merch. <laughs> That's not true. I have half of a mug. That's true. A cracked mug, I might add. Um, I also love that we're getting off topic again. Yes. Um, Priscilla. Yes. Do you... Okay. I'm going to... This is what I thought the entire time I watched it on Sunday. Is this how you happened? No. Because there are some big similarities between them and you. Really? I don't have a bus. I had a Ford Focus. (laughs) (laughs) No, but you focus so much on the regional aspect. Only because I'm from a regional town. So, like, I grew up in regional New South Wales and I believe it's really important that we need to take art and culture out to regional towns to show them that they have similar lifestyle as the city folk. But do you not, at least once when you're driving to, oh, I don't know, picking a place at random, Coobapedi? <laughs> that was so <laughs> random because I drive to Coobapedi all the time. <laughs> yeah, they've got a monument for you. Mm. But when you're driving to your bookings in Coobapedi, do you not sometimes stop and think, my life is a bit Priscilla, Queen of the Desert? No. Really? Yeah, not at all. I go, fuck, I'm busy. Fuck, I drive a lot. I wish there was private jets that weren't so expensive. Um, gosh, I hate listening to music. Oh, I'm going to listen to a podcast. Fuck, this podcast is boring. Okay, I'll put an audio book. Oh, this is book is boring. Okay, let's go back to music. That's what goes through my brain for four hours to six hours That's to eight hours. That's just on loop. That's all within 30 seconds. Yeah, legit. I'm just like, <laughs> fuck. And then I just sit in silence for a while and then I start to think of how much work i got to do and then I was like, gosh, it would be great if my car could drive itself so I could get my laptop out and work. Um, You'll be able to do that soon. I know. Um, but that's what goes through my brain. Not that I am... Mitzi? N- no. Felicia I don't, I don't or Bernadette? Probably Bernadette. Closer, old. I... I think you and I are definitely Bernadette. Um, Even the way Bernadette talks is very us. Yeah. That sort of role. Yeah. What is your favourite scene from there? Oh, I don't like the drag performances. And the reason being is because I hate that. It's a movie. I get that. But they're quick changes. Anything to do with makeup, they're like 10 minutes and they're just starting foundation. And like, yeah, sure, that's easy. Mm. Like even fucking Mitzi, who's uh, Agent Smith. What's his name again? Hugo Weaving. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Even his role has the worst makeup out of all of them and it would still take at least an hour to do that makeup. I watched that the other night and I was just like, this is frustrating me. You know it's filmed in the 90s. I know. 
I know. And it's, I shouldn't, well, I was going to judge the makeup for that, but then I saw um, Guy Pierce's Felicia. His makeup's just as good, if not better than most queens today. Yeah. Oh, hundred um, percent. The costuming, I mean, because I know the costuming oh, yeah. is amazing. And it was like, they had no budget. There was no budget for this mm. movie. And they're like amazing. But I I love I love all of like the outback scenes. I love them walking through the desert and like all of that kind of stuff. I think it's just so powerful and it like really yeah. shows that like we're accepting in Australia compared to a lot of places in the world. So oh, yes, yes. So I think it's I think it's great and it's an iconic movie. We have a festival now, Broken Heel Festival, which is a massive festival that's all about it. In It's called Broken Heel, but it's set in Broken Hill. Um, get it? <laughs> so funny. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you're doing some literacy testing. Mm. <laughs> um, I, don't rem- I can't say what my favourite scene is. I definitely think my favourite is Bernadette, though. Yeah, 100%. Um... My favourite one is, like, when she's talking about how did um, Trumpet get his name. Because <laughs> he could fit his foreskin around a Monte Carlo. Yeah. So funny. Um, yeah. I think it's just so great and the humour's great. Um, it really is. It really touches on, like, obviously, like, the Indigenous culture as well. Um, yeah. I think it's just an overall great movie. It is. Like, even with my personal nitpickings on it, I mean, that's just part of being, like, the movie experience, really. I mean, if they had to produce a movie for that same budget now, it would be a lump of shit. Oh, God, yeah. So. Um, what I found interesting as well is I looked at it and one thing that's very topical at the moment, and I'm pretty sure we discussed in the past, is the idea of, uh, queer roles going for queer actors and actresses, heteronormative roles going for straight, cisgendered and whatnot. But they're all straight, cisgendered men playing these iconic queer roles. Apparently, no gay actors wanted a bar of it. Are you just trying to get your microphone hard or something like that? No, I just have a lot. <laughs> I become a very angry. <laughs> I become, I think, a more a, like a very angry person since I stopped drinking nowadays. So, like, when it comes to like this, um, Priscilla this to- gets you shitty. No, this topic of like queer actors need to play queer roles. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. But if a straight actor is going to play it better than you, I want to watch the straight actor do it. Sorry. <laughs> Well, I was like, trying to think of I was trying to think of alternatives for say Bernadette. Yeah. There yeah. were not that many that I can recall. I'm happy to be corrected on this, but there were not that many very well-known trans actors at the time. Yeah, no. And the only other option I could think of that could have played that role, and I think this is good casting, but they would have had to change some of the story, is Carlotta. Oh, 100%, yeah. And it sort of works as an in-joke because Bernadette was meant to be a lay girl. Yeah. Get the lay girl. Yeah. Oh, 100%. But I guess they would have, people would have seen the script and said no. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know, like, what gay actors were around that time that could have... I mean, there would have been a lot of closeted ones. But that's the thing. You don't want to out an actor through Priscilla. No, No, not at all. You don't want your coming out to be that giant shoe. Actually, that that sounds pretty good now that I think about it. Mm. (laughs) Mum, Dad, I rode a shoe on a bus. I feel like that... That scene is probably the most iconic scene from the movie. Yeah. But there are a lot of iconic scenes. Yeah. There is, there is. Um, watch it if you haven't seen it. It's probably, if you're from the city or regional towns, there'll be a screening somewhere during this Mardi Gras season. So... <laughs> It's important. Even if you look at it and go, it's an old movie. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. It. The only thing that's not aged well, in my opinion, is the Imperial looks a bit like a shithole in it. It does, yeah. Which kind of matched, really. I mean, it was. It... <laughs> so, you know one thing that I also noticed before we move on? Mm-hmm. You know who Guy Pierce and... um. Felicia look like? Who? Trinket. Really? Yeah. I was watching it and I'm like, oh my God. Like Guy Pierce looks like a buff Trinket. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. Mm, it, I wonder how Trinket feels about that. Trinket, I, let us know how, how you could, feel. How could you not like being compared to Guy Pierce? I don't know. Huh. I mean, we look like Bernadette, so. I look like the bus. <laughs> you, you play the bus in the stage production at school. <laughs> and you just like I played the stage. <laughs> Does that mean I get the bus roll? I'm a very yep. slim bus these days. <laughs> Don't worry, I will give you all the information I know about buses. I'm something of an expert, you know. She cuts me off with the segue. How original. How original or how great. <laughs> how how mask straight acting of me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that's always the first way I describe you. Mask, dom top, straight <laughs> acting. You the boys, footy. <laughs> what the fuck? Footy. Footy. You the boys. Why are you trying to turn footy into defying gravity? What? I think I'll try defying footy rules. That is such a fucking good mix. That is. (laughs) (laughs) And instead of yelling, um, our father or whatever the name is, he goes, Hopper Waddy. I love that half our listeners are going to be like, what the fuck are they on? Um, it is eight o'clock. We've both been working today. We're done. I want that. I, where'd you get that from? I don't know. Like a cheap shop. Do you, you don't use them. No, it's brand new. Are you going to use it? Maybe. Um, so what Tim has is a pair of <laughs> sunglasses. I have a chest. Big plate. breasty sunglasses. Oh. 
Oh no, the headphones. Timberlina, would you like to tell everyone what you're doing? Putting on my breastplate over my shirt. Now, oh, that actually really suits you. I thought they were going to be too small. It's just the wrong skin colour. Yeah. Yeah, that's... It look, you know what? That skin colour... Have you seen Silence of the Lambs? Nope. It's about a guy that's getting these women and trying to kill them and tear their skin off. It looks like he's made the wrong decision. (laughs) 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 What is that move called? (laughs) I don't know, but I think the when you get the microphone and wank it between your breasts. That's why I just did it. (laughs) These nipples are so real. Um, Anyway, um, what's the topic that we're talking about now? Straight acting. Straight acting. That's me. And just like many men, you don't know how to handle tits. Oh, God. It looks like the weirdest birth ever. (laughs) I said you're a fat bitch. I said you're a lovely person. I still can't hear you. Stupid slut still not got her headphones on. What? Are you right now, Dal? I can hear you, yeah. What did I say? You said, gosh, Timberlina is such a great queen. She's so friendly and lovely to everybody and straight mask dom top. <laughs> did I get it all right? Um, look, let, let's say yeah. Yes, I'm so cool. Have you ever um, tried to be straight acting? No, I don't think so. Do you realise that boat was too far out to sea? Yeah. I mean, no matter I came, how good of a lifeguard you were, you weren't getting there? I came out as bisexual, so... What, out of the womb as bisexual? No, like when I came out, came out, I was like... How old were you when you came out? Uh, 16. And in the 30 seconds between you going bisexual to gay, how did that feel? So it was such a great transition in my life, to be honest. Um, it was like, boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. <laughs> <laughs> the Venga boys really helped me through. Yeah. How good, right? How long were you quote unquote by for? I don't, I don't think, I, I think that was just the transitional from like when you come out of the closet and then it's just like no one had to talk about it. You're just a full blown homosexual. It was that sort of cushioning the blow for everyone. Yeah, but like everyone's like, my mum just goes, oh, I've known for years. <laughs> I I love the idea of your parents going bisexual. Lol. Fucking poof. <laughs> um, they would never say that. That's... Okay. Yeah, heckin' poof. Yeah, that's more like no. <laughs> um, that's not what this topic is about, is it? No, no, but that's how we we follow our own road map on this. Oh, okay, yeah. Just like in Priscilla, when they go off the highway and end up in Cooper Pedy. Yeah, because you love Cooper Pedy, where a lot of straight men live, actually, because there's a lot of mining that happens actually, there. Actually, yes. You're, um, uh, how would... Uh, okay, straight acting. How do you get on <laughs> uh, 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 uh. 
Just letting you know, that wasn't the microphone fucking up. That was just Pasha trying to work out what they're going to say. <laughs> Did what? anyone else just see me get fucking attacked? <laughs> First of all, this freak puts on a fake pair of boobies. And then they're like, straight acting. You're the footy. Footy. Yeah, the boys. Um, we're talking about straight acting because I thought it was the perfect time around Mardi Gras yes. to bring up a topic that's quite... Divisive. Yeah. So it's like, say you're a single gay man. I, I think we can empathise with that very well. Like every second week at least. <laughs> Joking, I've been single for seven years. How many boyfriends are you going to? <laughs> <laughs> I've been single for seven years. Um, oh. I know. Um, I was about to be such a bitch then to you, but... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm not going to be. Um, yeah, that. that would be a bit cheating, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oh, fuck. People are going to hate this episode already. I can already tell. Um, so I wanted to bring up this topic because I was like, I have sleep, yep. I have slept with and still sleep with a lot of discreet, straight men. Um, yep. it's, it's very big here and regional New South Wales. A lot of them are like still finding their path. And I think it's really... One, I think it's really upsetting that they can't be themselves um, and they have this mentality where they need to be married and have kids and have a yeah. wife and stuff. Um, and that's the mentality that they still live in, but they really, I don't think they enjoy it at all. Like you can obviously tell they're really passionate when you're sleeping with them and um, really enjoying what they're doing. And I think it's like a topic that no one ever talks about in a serious matter. Yes, a serious topic with Pasha and Timberlina. How funny. Um, well, you know it's not going to be too serious for too yeah. long. We'll um, get there for a bit. But I just think it's like a topic that needs to be brought to the surface to be like, why, what is that? What is the reasoning behind them being not able to be themselves? Is it family? Is it friends? Is it self? In yourself is it the insecurities like what is it like what what can we do as a community to make them feel more welcome is it because they don't like the idea of like the gays being known as flamboyant and over the top where they're like the straight acting ones like is it that mentality is it like what is it like going in going to fair day in, like a few weeks ago um it's like, there's everybody there. Yeah. Like, everybody. There's straights, gays, lesbians, bi's, trans, non-binary. Like, everybody there. Everybody. Every single type of person is there. And, like, my biggest thing is, like, obviously, I've slept with a lot of straight. You glazed over in your eye for a second. You went down memory lane for a moment. <laughs> I did. Because, um, like, there is a story... That, like, I don't know if I should bring up on the podcast, but I feel like I should now that I've mentioned it. Um, why is my computer slowly shutting down? It's a hint. Don't talk about it. <laughs> okay, I won't talk about it. Uh, talk about it. 
Um, so I was living in a place, um, and <laughs> I can't like give any information out without like okay. saying exactly where it is. I was living in a place. I had my own place. There were security cameras around, and I was chatting to this person on Grinder, and they would come over, and. I got drunk one night and may have confronted them at a public event um, where their then-girlfriend, they are now married with kids, were there. And I was literally just about to move out of this place that I was living. Um, And I got reported to the police. (laughs) And the police called me and I had to do a statement and stuff like that. Um, And the thing is is one of the things that they said was, this isn't the first time this has happened to us. What? Like he's obviously been, he's done it before with somebody else. And then that person has also mentioned something in public and then she's been around and they're like, this is oh. the first time this has happened. So obviously like, and it's just like, uh like, how can you make like that's obviously like he's done it before it wasn't a once off like he's cheating on his partner and yeah so it's just like it's like for me this straight straight acting that's what we're getting on to is like people that identify as straight but they're not actually really straight yeah it's just like i don't know like what are your thoughts my, on this? my biggest concern of it is there's i am not entirely against the idea of you being like, I want to behave in more this way. I want to be more masculine than feminine. That's fine. Yeah. I'm not fine with people saying, oh, I'm not interested. I actually, look, I don't like the idea of people being like, no, I don't want to deal with that person. They're feminine. But I am a bit more okay with it. If you come at it with an open mind of, I have preferences. Yeah. That's in my book. That's okay. Yeah. Um, because you can't like everyone. <laughs> but my concern is a lot of the guys who, how do I word this? Feel the pressure to try that, even though it's not a, I need to match in. It's a, this is a commodity. Yeah. This yeah. is a, how I become a, top tier good gay Mm. is that sort of internalized homophobia of, Oh, I can't be this way. Yeah. Which does sort of overlap with yours, but do you see the difference where I think you're coming at it more of a, um, I'm straight acting because I may not identify as gay. Yeah. And I'm looking at it more of a, I openly identified as gay, but not like the other gays. Yeah. And I think everyone, every gay has at least that little bit, but, Look, I'm fine to be a huge faggot now. I love it. I mean, like, I am me. And, like, I'm glad that you said that because, like, I feel like once you are comfortable in yourself, then it's just like, okay, well, I'm just being me. If you don't like it, you don't like it. Move on. And that's what I've just realised. In the last probably three and a half months, I've done a lot of changes in my life. But, like, I'm also me. And if you don't like me, then we don't. We don't have to be friends. We can, Mm. I can still, I feel like everyone should be polite to everyone when you're in public or whatever. You should never be rude or, um, aggressive or 
like throw hate online. Like this. Imagine if social media was not a thing. I'd have two friends. I'd keep in touch with two people. Who? I don't know who. (laughs) (laughs) But you know you have two friends. You're not sure which two you'd like to be. I literally know that last time I didn't have social media, I had, like, two friends. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with just two friends. Um, Because I feel like in this gay world, which I guess we're talking about, is that there's now that competitiveness of, like, I need to be the best on social media. I need mm. to have this to look good. I need to have that to look good. Blah, 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 blah. I wonder if lesbian culture has the same thing. I'm sure every like every community does. But I feel like the gay men are, like, the worst of it. Mm. Like, they're the first to cry. Woof. Oh, yes. And they're, like... I don't know. Mm. That's my two cents worth. I'm probably going to get fucking cancelled after this episode, but whatever. Look, I mean, that's the thing. There's probably a complete, completely rational way to look at the idea of straight acting that might make us come around. But we aren't those people. We've not had the chance to, I don't want to say empathise with it, but walk in those shoes. Mm. I mean, you see, like, on Grinder, obviously, because, like, I may be on there every couple of minutes. Minutes. Um, <laughs> but you see, you see the profiles, they're blank, and they're, like, straight acting or, like, straight only or bi. You see a lot of bi people, which I'm so happy with seeing a lot of people coming out as bi these days. Like, that makes my heart yeah. so full. Like, people are now starting to realise that people actually don't give a fuck how you identify <laughs> Yeah, a lot more people are just... Well, that's the one thing, though. A lot of people still identify as straight, but they're super fluid. Yeah. But it's just, like, people literally don't give a two fucks. As long as you don't say anything nasty to them or you don't try and bite them their head off at any stage or, like, be rude to somebody, I feel like we're now into this path where people actually don't give a fuck how you identify. And a lot mm. of people are just like, oh, they're staring at me. It's like, oh, are they staring at you? Like, are they just looking at your outfit? Like, yeah. you should never just, like, throw shade or have a grow at somebody because, yeah. like, you think they're looking at you because of what you're wearing or something. They actually might fucking love what you're wearing. Yeah. So you can't just go and attack somebody for, like, no reason at all. The, I know the amount of times that... People like, what are you looking at to me? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I completely zoned out. Yeah. I'm awful for it. Yeah. And people always go to me, why are you pulling that face? I'm like, I have no idea what face I'm pulling. Sorry. It's probably (laughs) just my resting bitch face because I'm relaxed. So you did know which face you were pulling? Well, that's only the only face (laughs) I ever pull. So, (laughs) or it's either the resting bitch face or I'm about to fucking kill you. And you can probably tell what that face is. Um, yeah, hear from the sound in your voice. <laughs> um, but let us know your thoughts, those people, those 13 listeners that tune yeah. every week and listen. I'd be very interested to see if we have anyone who is very much like, no, I identify as straight acting. Yeah. Or if mm. you're straight yourself and you can tell us more about, like, why you s- sleep with men and still identify as straight. I'm Yeah, I'm okay with that. I would like to know, like, if it's 
if the saying that people say it's only gay if you push back is actually a thing. I I think so much of the gay thing at the moment is actively wanting to be a part of the culture. Oh, yeah. And I wonder if that's why we have... It, I mean, look, it probably seems like we've got so many people on social media, well, the dating apps locally, who are identifying as straight acting because we're probably so small and we don't have that much culture. Yeah. Well, we don't really, to be honest. Mm. But let us know your thoughts. Yeah. Um, are we done now? Yeah, I think we're good. We're good. See you later. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Happy Mardi Gras. Cooper Petey. You have been listening to another Timber Productions podcast. Thank you for listening to Alive. Not dead. Yet. Make sure you subscribe for weekly episodes and give us a follow. I'm at the Timberlina. And Beached Queen. 